Welcome to Parenting Intuitive Kids. I'm Katie. I am Jesse. And this is where we focus on empowering the new heart-centered society that is our children. So come along with us and let's have a talk. Welcome to season two, episode two. I'm going to get it right this time. Yes. Season two, episode two. Yes. Um, Jesse, I'm super excited. I am too. I'm super excited. We've had a lot of influx of energy recently, and especially with Pluto switching into Aquarius from Capricorn and all the other alignments. So I let, let's talk about what we're this this episode, what it's going to be about, Jesse. Yeah, we were so in our last episode. If you have yet to see it, we highly encourage you to see it. We were talking about reconnecting our communication with mother earth yes. beyond just like buying a plant yeah, <laughs> or yeah. thinking that hugging a tree it's all there is even but, those are great things to do yes yes <laughs> yes great things um, but yeah we want to actually open up the conversation and explore further what are those voices that you're listening to your mind is it your ego is it your spirit or are they both yeah could they be both because we do know that people get labeled or diagnosed when they share this communication, then there's such a big taboo of embracing our higher communication that it's not just the physical exchange. Yeah. Or, you know, like um, I've let it known in several past episodes that I have a strong communication with my spirit team, my yes. angels, however you want to call them, my spirit guides, my angels, um, and how I have an open communication with them constantly and all the time. And for a long time, I thought those may have been psychiatric noises. Right. You know, like, because, you know, I once read this quote and it really has kind of held with me that the, the spiritually enlightened and the mentally ill drank from the same pond, but where the spiritually enlightened is swimming and thriving, the mentally ill are drowning. Right. And I think it's, it's understanding what, what it is. Totally. Does it totally. make sense? Yeah. Oh, it totally yeah. makes sense. I mean, it's so easy for us to Except when children tells you, oh, this is what I hear. Like I have an invisible friend yeah. or I just heard that and there's nobody around you. It's easy for children to accept that communication. But then we grow up and externally, especially our parents, which are unaware of what's going on. Oh, no, 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 no. You just imagine it as if an imagination well, it's a wasn't right. Yes, it's a yep. conditioning. And so... Being a psychic child who has telepathic communication and being intuitive, you get to receive information because you are adept to the frequency of how energy behaves. And energy yeah. comes in many sorts of ways that is not just verbal communication. And that's where you see having the affinity with animals, having an affinity with plants, having an affinity yeah. with a certain group of people or a location. Yeah. Go even further. And even resonating with certain practices more than others, that's not just one set structure. Well, I, um, I'm actually reading this book right now, and it's about um, like Native American shamanisms and that sort of stuff. And it has to do, like, it's talking a lot about like the Inca's history and that sort of stuff. And, and part of like the book it's, it's talking about is the colonization yes. of America oh, and how like... And, and until the white man came and like the Spanish inquisitions and all of that. And then, um, through, uh, like, you know, through the churches coming to, to set their knowledge, you know, the native Americans were very 
entwined within the earth. They were very entwined in within the spirits in the spirit realm and, and communicating between the two because they didn't believe that you just connected to the other side, but rather you were connected to the infinite. Yes. And when you are in the infinite, you are not in the timeline that we are in because it's not right. linear. No. No, no. I had to pause for a moment because my toddler, she uh, was hungry, she was hungry. hungry. Um, <laughs> but, but no, I mean, it's this book I'm actually getting immersed in and it's rather fascinating because there was even another quote that was, I actually found very profound because it said that it takes a very like strong and enlightened person to be able to get glimpses of the future mm-hmm. and not let that knowledge tamper Mm -hmm. their present time. You know what I mean? And like, but that's, that is where the children live, right? Because it's so natural because that is, it's who you are when your state is at its purest form. And as you come in, you come in completely pure, but as your lifetime gets more and more hold of you, it gets heavier and heavier and denser and denser. Right. And so you actually, you go from a spirit led life to an ego led life. Well, yeah, and I think that the contracts that we're experiencing now is with a new generation. Now they're not getting dampened. Yeah. So we're before our generation. Because they're coming in karma-free. Yes. Yeah. So our generation will be affected by the external. But this new generation of children that are coming forward, they're not being dampened. On, On the contrary, they're being very vocal about it. Yeah. And they're really pushing the parents to shed those layers of that blockage of non-self-acceptance that spirit that the higher realms that your inner voice is your higher self your highest wisdom speaking to you through your intuition yeah and so we have this little sage impersonated as a small children teaching the parent and the parent providing the support back so there's a team effort happening here we i know i always think it's so funny that because we always think as parents we are our our children's teacher but it couldn't be more it couldn't be more wrong reversed in that situation our children are here to teach us they are supposed to trigger us and they're supposed to force us to look at the parts of us that aren't healed from our childhood. Yes. Like that's why they push us. And that's why like we, sometimes we want to like, you know, go head to head with them because I got to be that the toddler that just tried to come down here for a snack. I mean, we can go head to head sometimes. <laughs> and then my husband will come home and I'm like, Oh my God, she's me. She is a four year old, fully confident version of me. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I know. Mirror, I know, mirror on the wall. I know. <laughs> you know, and so I, you know, it's just, but teaching our children to actually take a moment and reflect of what it is that their soul is telling them mm-hmm. because the ego is just what society has told them. Well, ego is also part of the spirit personality. Yeah. So this is something that I've learned from the like, reading this book from Michael Newton, um, journey of the souls was very it's, it's a great book for anybody who wants to understand what happens beyond the physical realm and this is actual phd study yeah. results and and explains so that our soul does have personality the oh, ego yeah. it can also show itself as characteristic the ego is not our enemy no it's here to provide us the shield to not be so vulnerable as a pure light being yeah and so but when it's derailed to think that they are the driver of your life versus Uh the co-pilot. That's when the lines become blurry 
and ego takes over because all their job is to protect you. Yeah. And it's just like a suffocating mother or a suffocating father. They don't know that their love can be toxic. Yeah. Well, like in what I actually, um, when I, like I, a couple of, you know, the, six months ago, I was really kind of going through an ego check of myself. And so, you know, like a lot of people I'm, my husband is Hindu. We're very immersed in the Hindu cultures and that sort of stuff. And he was watching, he was watching a movie and it was all about Pavarti and how she turns into Kali. Cause people don't realize that Kali and Pavarti are the same goddess. It's just Kali's the alter ego of Pavarti. Pavarti is very benevolent, loving, and kind. And then Kali is the goddess of destruction. And, but Kali only came out after their son Ganesh was, was murdered. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and like, and so he was watching that and I was kind of, you know, I was kind of drifting off to sleep, but I was kind of watching it too. And it hit me that to me, that's a perfect, that's a perfect analogy of the spirit and the ego. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, is the ego to me are just the wounds of the soul. Mm-hmm. And so when we try to kill the ego or ignore the ego or, you know, dismiss the ego, you're dismissing the wounds. And if you're doing that, you're never truly healing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, and that's with our kids, our kids come in and they have no, ego. no. they don't, they, cause they don't know. No. They have no ego. They are pure light. They're pure goodness. And, but they don't understand this world because this world, you know, and I always tell people, you know, cause babies sleep so much. I say babies sleep constantly they're when still they're downloading newborn. the full well, soul i you know i say babies and old people sleep so much and i honestly believe this is because when they're sleeping they leave and they go back to source mm-hmm. because this is too heavy in existence for them and so they have to it's like they have to slowly be trained into this the yeah, way it's of this a transition world period. right yeah and so and like and that's why like babies because you have newborns and they whimper in their sleep all the time you know they're sitting there and they're all swaddled in the, or, or, or smiling <laughs> yeah or like oh or that goodness, smile and you're like <laughs> what are they dreaming about you know like and i think it's i think it's because they're back at source and either they don't want to leave to come back to this the way to this reality mm-hmm. or they're so happy to be back and i think you know they just i don't know yeah um, well i have another take on the ego conversation it is there's so much emphasis on the spirituality or higher consciousness conversation on let's embrace the light, let's embrace the light. Well, without the darkness, you cannot appreciate the light. That's it. So the, 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 the dark side and your light, it's the same energy in different angles. And like, and this, you've heard me say this before, but I always say to my children, your branches on your tree can only go as high as how deep your roots are. You know, so you have to, you have to embrace the darkness just as much as you embrace the light, because if you only embrace the light, the light is not truly yours, but rather it's just the absorption and the reflection of all the light around you. And that is the difference with the children. They, they embrace them both. They're not afraid of the dark. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. start creating that fear by putting the night light because (laughs) the the adult is the one who has not yet integrated that aspect. And so actually the children, the newborns, they, they want dark. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, yeah. They don't want the womb is dark. Yeah. The void where yeah. what stems all the creation is yeah. the pure darkness. Yep. yep, yep. Okay, and by no mean it means slow vibration. No. When I'm reflecting the darkness, I'm talking about the void where the life begins. Yeah. the womb. There is. There's no. There's. <laughs> there's no light in there. No, <laughs> and no. yet it's absolute comfort and absolute trust yeah. because they know their light within. 
it's there, yeah. present. Yeah. So you can coexist yeah. both yeah. being a light being surrounded by the darkness. Yeah. And that's why we're living this human experience. And yeah. That's how I see it. We yeah. are in this th third dimensional paradigm shift where we're experiencing the splitting of integrating yeah. in balance our own darkness, which our children are training us to yeah. self-reflect like here. Yeah. This are your inner child wounds. Yeah. These are your family dramas. This is what you have yet to integrate. I'm showing you. Yeah. We made this commitment as a soul contract to come forward yeah. and do this because right now the mission is to move beyond it and start bringing back the unconditional frequency that it goes beyond just I love you or yeah. I'm physically attracted to you. Yeah. Unconditional love is unconditional. Under, yeah, under every circumstance. And something I, you know, I tell my kids when, it feels very dark and heavy for them. A lot of the times when we think we're being buried, we actually just felt we're planted. Right. Because we got to grow those roots before we can come out. Yeah. Right. We got to grow our roots before our, our sprouts can, can come into the light. And sometimes our most nourishing points are in the darkness. Right. Yes. So I don't think, um, I don't think it should something we should be fearful of. No. And the, other, the other thing is to make the distinction. If the voice is your ego talking yeah. to you is, you will recognize it because your mind will feel immediately safe. Yeah. And when it's your spirit or your higher soul speaking to you, you just know. You don't need the reasoning. It's like going back to your heart. You know yeah. when, when, say, when somebody loves you. Where do you feel it in the body? Yes. Where do you feel it in the body? Yes. Mm -hmm. Does it feel good? Mm -hmm. Yes. How? I, I can't explain it. Go with it. That Go with it. And like that's go something I always it. tell my kids is that we, uh, we have three. We actually have three brains in our body. However, we're only taught of one. Mm -hmm. Right. We're only taught of our head brain. We're told it's the most important and it's the only thing that matters. But we actually have a heart brain and a gut brain. And I, you know, I tell my children, our soul sits in our heart and our gut and our ego actually sits in our brain. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so when you when you think something and you feel safe, mm -hmm. it's your ego talking. But when you're but when you feel it like mm -hmm. in your your core and your heart and your gut, mm -hmm. you know, that's your that is your spirit. That is your mm -hmm. higher self. That mm -hmm. is um, because. We think we can think things into the world, but you have to feel it right. into existence. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like we're often told, you know, like think, think clearly and, you know, you can achieve this, this, and this, but my greatest accomplishments in life have been when I felt right. really great about something. Yeah. And then feels it happens. Good. Yeah. And th that's why it's such a common right? expression. It just feels good. It feels good. It just gives you that extra validation that comes from within. So you yeah. need the external validation. Yeah. It can, if it can be accepted or not, but somebody else's yeah. definition of what can or cannot yeah. be. Yeah. And that's where us as parents, yeah. we are here to harness that self-confidence in our children mm -hmm. so they can grow to know that that inner communication with themselves comes first before the external yeah. validation. It's always internal first. And I think that's an, a really great place to, yes. to end it, right? Yes. Always internal. The answer is never external. It's always within. Always yeah. within. So. Thank you so much. Thank you. Please, I encourage you to go ahead. If you enjoyed this content, give us a thumbs up. We're on YouTube now. Share it. Spread the word. We're available on parentintuitivekids.com on our website. And we look forward to see you next. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening today. For more information, find us at our website, parentingintuitivekids.com. And we invite you to join our newsletter for upcoming workshops, interviews, and further perks. Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you. Bye. Bye.